one thing that I told myself, I absolutely have to get this done, no matter what, now I'm actively pursuing it and, and I'm aligning myself with the vision and all that stuff. And it's so scary because I've had this dream for years. And so to actually be walking it out and to see it come to life, I'm like, am I actually ready for this? You know, do I really, truly have I prepared enough? And so that's what scares me the most. It's the fear of success, really, because of course, I know failure is possible and all of that, but I'm not afraid of failing. I fail all the time. <laughs> you know, I fail. I put a post on Instagram. It doesn't do so well. I send out an email. It doesn't do so well. I, you know, fumble over my words all the time on the podcast. Like I fail all the time. I have no problem with looking stupid, people thinking stuff about me. That doesn't matter to me. Hey, you're listening to the How to Turn Your Goals into Reality podcast, where I firmly believe that your wildest dreams are 100% possible. My name is Teresa, and I'm obsessed with goal setting for results, using systems to make it easier, mastering neuroscience to transform your life, and helping you to figure out how to get your life to work for you. So I'm a city chick who started an online business with two kids under two years old. And yes, I know I was crazy. <laughs> and I created $4,000 in less than 14 days. But that, my friend, was just the beginning. Since then, I've been able to multiply that by helping people just like you to create an impact in the world while living their purpose. And here, I teach you proven strategies and best kept secrets to building a life that is aligned with your vision and helping you to blaze a trail to your unique destiny. Miss an opportunity to keep it real? <laughs> Never. Success and failure mixed with a lot of business plus audacious goal setting while trying to figure out motherhood and purpose are all a few things that we talk about here. So how about you think about this as your one-stop shop, the place that you go to, to spend time with your inner circle and to be around like-minded, ambitious trailblazers who are committed to living a life full of purpose and impact no matter what. Grab your favorite notebook, pour a glass of your favorite bottle of Moscato, and get ready to be challenged, inspired, and moved to action. This is where you come to listen, learn, change, and grow. Let's dive in. Hey, my trailblazers and my goal getters, what's up? I am super excited to be back recording with you. So over the past couple of weeks, I actually um, took a break. I took a break because life was just so crazy busy. You guys know I run an online business helping to turn go-getters into trailblazers by helping them to align with their purpose and set goals that are aligned with it so that they can actually begin to experience authentic living and um, crushing their wildest dreams and all that kind of stuff. And so I've been really busy with the business, really busy in my life with my three kids under five. My oldest is turning six soon um, in October. And so I've been busy with them. I've been busy with my other responsibilities and church things and all this stuff. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I don't want to give you, I don't just want to record episodes just to record, just to talk and just to put it out there. I actually want to share quality things that will actually help you. And so I decided instead of trying to force myself to be inspired and to get these new ideas and to do all this stuff, why not just 
give you guys other episodes that have been really impactful and that you guys have really enjoyed because the downloads for a lot of those episodes were extremely high. And so because I knew that many of you really, really enjoyed it, shared it and all that stuff, I thought, let's just let's just share some old episodes. And so I really enjoyed listen, listening to many of those episodes as well. The most recent one that we posted. So I shared on Instagram that I have been struggling. So I've been riding the procrastination bus and I've been trying to avoid working on my biggest goals for this year because I'm scared, right? When I think about the one thing that I told myself, I absolutely have to get this done no matter what. Now I'm actively pursuing it and, and I'm aligning myself with the vision and all that stuff. And it's so scary because I've had this dream for years. And so to actually be walking it out and to see it come to life, I'm like, am I actually ready for this? You know, do I really, truly have I prepared enough? And so that's what scares me the most. It's the fear of success, really, because of course, I know failure is possible and all of that, but I'm not afraid of failing. I fail all the time. <laughs> you know, I fail. I put a post on Instagram. It doesn't do so well. I send out an email. It doesn't do so well. I, you know, fumble over my words all the time on the podcast. Like I fail all the time. I have no problem with looking stupid, people thinking stuff about me. That doesn't matter to me. But what matters to me, what scares me right now in this season of my life is actually being successful because First of all, I have so many beliefs about what it means to be successful and how people are going to treat me once I'm successful and yada, yada, yada. Because to be honest, I've experienced, and this is like, you know, information for another time, but I just want to quickly give you a, an update on what I've been doing, how I've been feeling and what's been happening in my life, because we haven't talked in like three or four weeks. So, um, something that I, I fear about success is that people are going to start using me for what they think they can get from me. And I say that because I've experienced a small level of success in my life. My business is doing good. I have impact. Um, the, the email list is growing. My Instagram community and stuff is growing. Like things are growing. Things happen. When I set a goal, it happens. And so there are people in my life and online and everywhere, friends, family, strangers, people from everywhere, they come. And they show support and they're like, oh my gosh, you're doing these great things and yada, yada, yada. And then they also have this underlying motive of like, okay, so what can I get from you? How, what, can, how, what can I ask you that's going to help me to further my agenda? What can I, how can I, it just, it just feels very icky sometimes. And, it, and also I've noticed that sometimes people want to be in my life. They want to be my friends. They want to be in my circle because of the things that they see that I'm doing, you know? And in the beginning, honestly, there was no, I had no, people didn't really believe me when I was sharing this information. And when I was doing all that, I was doing on Instagram and on all these places, the people that knew me in my life were like, what is she talking about? What is she doing? Why is she doing this? Who does she think she is kind of thing, right? Because they didn't fully understand and that's okay. It, it happens. I don't have any resentment or anger or anything about it. It, it happens. It's a part of the process, you know, and as I continue to grow and as, as the results continue to come in, people are now like, wow, she's doing this amazing thing. And how can I be a part of her world? And so that's what scares me about success is I don't want to be used. I'm not the kind of person I love 
authentic, genuine, deep relationships. And so I'm not the kind of person who um, will entertain surface level stuff, conversations, all of it. I don't, I don't entertain it. It's not me, right? Not to say that I can't do it. There are times and places for it, of course, but generally speaking, it's not my cup of tea. And so when it comes to, you know, all these people, and I'm not saying that it's common and I'm not saying that I'm like some superstar and everybody wants, no, I'm not saying that at all. There are some genuine people in my life that actually love me, care about me, all of that. So don't misunderstand. The fear there is that people are going to use me. People are going to have misconceptions about who I am and all that stuff. And I just don't want to go through that. Not that I don't want to go through it, but I don't want to, I want to minimize it as much as possible. And um, so, of course, those are, those are beliefs and things that I got to work through and heal and, and, and process. But I'm, I'm taking it one day at a time and step by step and just allowing things to unfold the way that they do, um, knowing that the people who are for me are more than those that are against me, right? It's like there's this verse in the Bible that says, if God be for me, who can be against me? And because I understand and know that God is on my side and God is the one ordering my steps and opening the doors and bringing the opportunities and giving me the wisdom and the strength and all of that to actually implement the vision that he's put on my heart. Like that's what keeps me motivated and that's what keeps me going and all of that. But yeah, I just want to be wise. I don't want to be naive. I don't want to be naive and I don't want to be taken advantage of. So that's it there. So I've been avoiding actually working on my biggest goal all year. All year I've been avoiding it because I'm afraid of succeeding. I know I'm going to succeed. That's the thing. I know I will. And it's the same for you. The same is true about you and your goals. So failure is a part of the process. Failure is a part of learning. So there's no need to be afraid of, you know, failing and looking silly and what people are going to think about you and all that stuff, because that's a part of it. That's definitely going to happen. But when you think of succeeding, what do you actually feel in your heart? You know, when you think about actually starting your business, actually writing the book, actually being consistent with the YouTube channel, actually launching your podcast, actually growing a community online on whatever platform you choose. What is the, what do you think about succeeding? What do you, how do you think your friends and family will treat you once you've been successful, right? What do you think will happen once you have the result that you're dreaming of? Maybe for you, it's not even any of those things. Maybe it's, you want to make your first hundred K. What do you think will happen once you generate your first 100K. And that's the thing that you want to address and work through. And that's where I'm at right now in this season of my life. So as I opened up and shared about this struggle with you over on the gram, many of you started reaching out and offering support and advice. And some of you have even shared your story about how you overcame or how you're still struggling or the different things that you've learned from different podcasts and books and different things. And I was so super grateful and then I also noticed that there were people who were asking questions like, how do I overcome lack of motivation in my own life? What do I do to get myself motivated to do the things that I don't feel like doing? And so I decided to open up a poll over on Instagram a couple days ago. And I asked you guys, I opened it up and I said, hey, ask me anything that you want about motivation, mindset, focus, and pretty much anything. 
right? It was open. Of course, I, I, I tried to structure it around motivation and all that stuff, but all kinds of questions came in. Some about how do you manage your time? How do you take care of your kids? Why do you, how do you take care of yourself? Like all these different questions came in, right? And so I compiled the most frequent questions that I got. And so now I want to answer them here so that we can all be on the same page about this thing, this idea of motivation, and we can all grow from this challenge together, okay? Because I know motivation is something that is kind of tricky, right? Sometimes we feel motivated, other times we don't feel motivated, and oftentimes when we don't feel motivated, we don't actually do the things that we need to do in order to achieve our goals, and that's why so many people fail. There's actually science that confirms that 92, 92% of people fail to achieve their goals every single year. Why? Motivation is a big part of the reason why most people fail. So let's talk about it. Let's dive in. So the first question that I'm going to answer is uh, somebody wrote in and they said, all motivation has stopped. What can I do to rekindle the fire? So at the heart of this question, you're asking, what can I do to keep my motivation going? When I fall off course, when I lose my way, when I get distracted, and when I don't feel motivated, what can I do to kind of steer myself back on the right path? And so that's the question I'm going to answer. So here we go. So first, let's talk about what motivation is and exactly how it works. So when you think about how you define motivation, you'll find yourself in one of two popular trains of thought. So the first one says that motivation is not necessary to achieve your goals. And it's something that comes and goes, something that you can turn off and on. And so when you make a decision to do something, you have to do it regardless of how you feel, whether you're motivated or not, whether you want to or not, whether you think it's time to do it or not. You just got to follow through because you've made a decision that this is what you want, right? The other popular train of thought says that motivation is good and necessary to keep you in the game for the long haul. So if you want to be successful, then learning how to ma maintain your motivation is required for you to meet long-term targets. And to be 100% honest, I used to be in the first boat. I used to agree with the first train of thought that says motivation is not necessary. But while doing my own research and, and looking at the facts and getting into neuroscience and understanding the truth about what motivation is and the purpose of motivation, I realized that this is not true. As a matter of fact, motivation is a natural, healthy part of life. And so contrary to popular belief, it is not an emotion, although it is connected to our feelings. So it is a mix of our desires and our brain chemistry working together to create decisions and behaviors that align with the outcomes, with the goals that we want, that we have for ourselves. And so we don't actually turn motivation on or off, right? We simply allow it to flow. We allow it to be what it is and to do what it does. So we can increase it, which is what happens when we deeply desire something or someone, right? This is why people can feel strongly attached to a dream or a goal because they deeply desire it. They deeply want to see it happen, right? And we can also decrease our motivation whenever we allow ourselves to get distracted by life and everything else. And so the real question here 
is how do I stay motivated? And my answer for this is and always will be keep your eyes on the prize. Because when you keep your eyes on the prize, you're laser focused on where you're going. You're laser focused on what you're creating. You're laser focused on the vision and the big picture of your life, right? Instead of looking at all the small steps along the way and trying to keep up with your daily to-do list and your daily goals and your daily things that you have to get done, your daily tasks and projects and all that stuff, you're focused on the bigger picture of your life. And for me, the bigger picture is my purpose. That's what keeps me motivated. That's what keeps me disciplined. That's what keeps me in check. That's what helps me to say no to all the distractions and to keep my eyes on where I'm going and what I'm creating. You know what I mean? That's what helps me to, no matter what, come through and do the things that I need to do on a consistent basis. And notice that I didn't say on a daily basis, because some days I have so much to do that I have to laser focus it down to my 5% activities. And so when you practice, and this is what I recently shared in my most recent training, Master Your 5% Activities, when you master your most important commitments, the things that have the biggest influence on the overall outcome of your life, then that's when you'll begin to see the most progress happen in your life in the least amount of time. Because most of us run around like a chicken with our head cut off, trying to achieve and do every single thing. We say yes to every invitation. We try to, you know, complete every single project in one quarter. We commit, we overcommit to all these things, all these ideas, all these projects, all these initiatives. And then we're left with little to no results because we're burnt out. We're tired. We don't have enough energy. We don't have enough, you know, brain power to actually get these dreams off the ground. And so that's why focusing on your 5% activities and actually mastering those things, it's what's gonna help you to, to create the most amount of transformation in the least amount of time, experience the most amount of growth and traction and momentum in the least amount of time. So this is why you'll often hear people like Tony Robbins and John Maxwell talk about why it's so important for you to remember your why. I, I want to ask you, why did you get started on this journey? And why are you even listening to this podcast? Like if you subscribe to this, this podcast and you're a part of this community, the How to Turn Your Goals into Reality community, why are you even pursuing the goals that you have? Why is this dream even a dream for you? What's the purpose of it? What is the bigger picture for why you want to create this life for yourself? You know what I mean? Why are you doing it? Why do you stay up late and go to, and wake up early? Who are you doing this for? What is your true why? And I know that this is an idea that we hear a lot, a lot, especially there's so many YouTube videos on finding your why and knowing your why and your true North, North Star and all that kind of stuff. But what I'm saying, the essence of this is in order to stay motivated, in order to accomplish the things that you dream about accomplishing, you have to understand the bigger purpose in everything that you're doing. What is the purpose of the, the things that you have on your schedule today? Why are you writing this, this one chapter in your book? Why are you committed to posting YouTube videos every single week? Why are you committed to being 
one of Forbes' wealthiest people in the world, right? What is the purpose in all of this outside of material gain, outside of financial security, outside of having inner peace and all that kind of stuff? Because you can have those things now. You don't need to achieve a goal in, or, in order to experience financial peace. You can, you can choose to feel peace about your finances right now, right? There's a way to do that. You can get there. You don't have to have a million dollars in the bank to feel that way right? You don't, you don't have to wait until your book is published and you're a New York Times bestseller in order to feel successful. You can know and truly be successful right now where you are in life. And so what's the bigger picture? What's the bigger purpose in all of the things that you're pursuing and creating? And once you have a clear understanding of what that is, then you'll be able to truly understand what matters to you. And this is, is, is what your values are. Hey, don't you think that it's time that you finally started taking some action towards your goals? I mean, like seriously, you've read all the books, you've attended all of the free workshops and webinars and summits and all the things. You've talked to as many free coaches as you could to get as much information as you could squeeze out of them. So don't you think that now is the time to actually start applying that information so that you can start seeing some results in your life? If you're nodding your head, yes, and you're saying, girl, you're speaking my language, then you got to join me in your next 90 days. So this is a free mini course. Yes, I said free. It's a free mini course designed to walk you through how to break down your annual goal so that you can start seeing results within the next three months. All right. So if you want access to this mini course, all you got to do is go to TeresaForever.com slash 90 days. Again, that's TeresaForever.com slash 90 days. And I will meet you there. Then you'll be able to truly understand what matters to you. And this is, is, is what your values are. So for example, if you said that you want to start a business and help people through your YouTube channel, because you want to create a stream of passive income in your life, which would allow you to spend more time with your kids, then one of your values is family, aka your kids, right? If you said that you want to start a movement that brings peace and unity into the world by educating elementary level kids about racism and injustice and discrimination, because you want to see the fulfillment of Martin Luther King Jr.'s dream and, and create a safe space for all nations to reside, then it's clear that one of your top values is world peace. And that's beautiful. So once you get clear on what your actual motivation is, it's going to help you to keep your eyes on the prize and actually achieve that thing. You know what I mean? So it might be time for you to start journaling about that. It might be time for you to put this vision on a vision board. It might be time for you to talk about it with other visionary leaders who you can trust that will actually support and encourage you and potentially maybe even mentor you and pour into you and steer you along the best pathway so that you can actually get it done. And when you lock into the vision, when you lock into your why, you'll be so laser focused on, on that vision and on what you're creating that in six months, you'll look up. And you won't even recognize yourself, much less 
the progress that you've made in your life over that short period of time. Okay. So I challenge you to actually get clear on what your motivation is so that you can begin to align your life with it even easier and faster. All right. So the second question is, do you have any tips for how I can actually follow through and do things that I know I need to do, but don't actually enjoy doing? And I love this question because I was sitting in this boat for years and I used to avoid doing all the things that I didn't enjoy, like working and saving money and exercising and eating healthy and all those things that we know are good for us. And instead, I was focusing on doing things that I loved, like praying for hours, you know, chilling with my friends, reading books, watching YouTube, staying up late and binge watching episodes of 90 Day Fiance. And even though I had very basic goals back then, I wasn't actually doing anything to achieve them. And so truthfully, looking back now, I know that in my heart, I was honestly being lazy. And although I wanted the results and I was genuine about it and I, you know, really strongly desired them, I wasn't putting in any effort to create it. And I now understand that that's not how life works. We can dream and think and meditate on and desire and have plans to to achieve something or to create something in the world. But that's not all that we need in order to achieve a goal. We actually have to align ourselves with the vision. We actually have to pursue the things that we want and let go of the things that don't help us to create what we want in our lives. So it's not about doing a bunch of stuff and burning ourselves out in the process, right? Because sometimes we think about achieving our goals and we think that, oh my gosh, I have to get a calendar. I have to set my phone on do not disturb. I have to become more disciplined. I have to reprogram my mind. Like there's so much things that I have to do. I got to fill my calendar with things that are productive. I got to make sure that every minute of my time is spent productively. And so it's truly not about doing more things and trying to get everything done in a day. It's about aligning our character with the type of person that we are becoming. And in the process, we achieve the goal. So it's not about striving for the goal, but as we evolve, as we mature, as we become who we're meant to be, the byproduct of that is achieving the goal. Okay. So oftentimes we get it backwards. It's not about the doing and the hustle and trying to like crush it. That's, that, that's good and it has its place. There's definitely time when we have to put in the work and, and push ourselves and all of that because it helps us to grow. But that's not all that there is to this thing. It's about growing from the inside out, creating success from the inside out, aligning with the vision and becoming the kind of person that achieves the goal and then allowing ourselves to grow, allowing ourselves to mature, allowing ourselves to learn the difference between what's working for us and what's not working for us and making healthy decisions like we talked about a few episodes ago in the self-sabotage episode, making healthy decisions that actually help us to create the reality and the life and, the, and experience the goals that we have for ourselves. So this is why goal setting is so important because it's bigger than just doing something new or challenging yourself in new ways. It's about becoming who you're meant to be. It's about learning things and applying it to your life. It's about stepping out of what's familiar and comfortable and aligning your life and vision with what God sees for you and what he's planned for you before you were even born. This is crazy. Like when you actually think about it, 
Goal setting is about experiencing your true purpose and being free, giving yourself permission to live authentically without the restraints of trying to fit into the expectations that other people place on you. So now here's my question for you. Who told you that you have to enjoy everything you do, right? Where did you get this idea from that life has to be one big party and everything you do has to feel good every time? Because the truth is that life is going to rub you the wrong way sometimes. And the challenges that you experience, the resistance that you find within yourself, when you tell yourself, hey, I want to achieve this goal, but you find yourself self-sabotaging and you see that resistance come up, that's showing to you the area that you have an opportunity to grow in. And so if you never come up against that resistance, if life is a continual party and everything always feels good and you only do the things that you want to do, then where are the opportunities for you to grow? You're setting yourself up for failure. You're setting yourself up for complacency. You're setting yourself up to continue in mediocrity. You're setting yourself up to be average. And we both know that you were not made to be average. So why settle if you don't have to? And here's something else to think about. A lot of the things that are good for you don't actually feel good when you're just getting started. So for example, when you are teaching yourself to become an early riser, when you are teaching yourself to wake up at 5 a.m., 6 a.m., 3 a.m., whatever the time is for you, whatever, whatever time, the time is that you feel like is the best time for you to wake up so that you can maximize your productivity and grow yourself. When you begin that process, it doesn't feel good. You don't like waking up at five. You don't like getting up out of bed before the sun has even began to shine, right? It doesn't, it doesn't feel motivating. It doesn't feel like you're doing something beneficial for yourself. But over time, the diligence of it, and when you begin to make the most of your time during that time, and you begin to see the results roll in, you're like, okay, this is actually good. This is, this is exactly what I needed. And then as you continue to be consistent and diligent in doing those things, you fall in love with the process. It's the same thing when it comes to working out. It's the same thing when it comes to eating healthy. In the beginning, you're like, all of this tastes like garbage. I want my chicken wings. I want my milkshake. I want my burger. And then after some time, as you discipline your taste buds, as you begin to change and your desires begin to change and you see the benefits, your body looks better, you have more energy, you feel comfortable in your clothes, you feel like yourself again, you feel beautiful and then you start to feel sexy and you're like, oh, who's that chick in the mirror? Who's that dude looking back at me? You begin to affirm and understand that although it didn't feel good in the beginning, although I wasn't enjoying the process in the beginning, now that I'm, I'm experiencing another dimension, a deeper level of who I am, now that I'm experiencing this authentic version of myself, this whole and complete and healed version of myself, this feels good. This is where I was meant to be. This is where I was meant to be. And you fall in love with your own growth and with yourself. And that's why it's important to not give up on yourself when you're in the process. That's why it's, it's important to not get distracted by, oh, this doesn't feel good. Oh, I'm not motivated. Oh, like, this is not fun. Because life will not always be a party. And trust me when I tell you, I am the party queen. 
Like I will find any reason to celebrate anything. My kid's birthday rolls around. We have parties for like the whole week, right? My birthday rolls around. We're partying for the whole month. Like I, I will do whatever I can to maximize a good party moment. So I'm telling you this, but I'm also telling myself this life is not one big party. There will be times when, when we experience and when we can see and acknowledge our own resistance. And when we're able to see that and work through that and process it and heal it, truly heal it, resolve it within ourselves, that's when we're going to experience the most growth because we finally reach the level of maturity. So there's a saying by a wise man, and he said, no discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. So teaching yourself to be disciplined and to do things that you don't want to do when you need to do it might be one of the hardest things that you get to do in this life. And the reward of this practice runs deeper than just having material results or attaining some status or position in society because it literally changes the fabric of your being. It changes your character and it causes you to grow in ways that you wouldn't by just achieving goals, okay? So another question, this is the final question I'm going to answer. Um, and if I didn't answer your question, don't worry. We, we will have more episodes like this where I'm answering your questions about motivation and goal setting and, you know, all these different things. And so feel free to continue to submit them. Reach out to me on the gram and we will, we will keep them in mind for the next episode, okay? So the, the final question is, from what I see, it looks like successful people are all strong-willed and strong-minded. How can I master my mindset? So everywhere we turn on social media, people are shouting, mindset is everything. And if we want to be successful, then they say we need to master our mindset. But something that I ask myself about everything that I hear is, is this actually true? And if it's true, what does that mean for me? How does that change my life? And so I was asking myself, is mindset everything? And do we really need to master it? And I truly believe that one of the biggest lies we're being sold right now is the idea that once I have my mindset under control, then my life will be in order. And this is super dangerous because it's a half truth. Okay? So we know based on neuroscience and timeless books like the Bible that the mind controls the body. And therefore, if we want to grow, it starts by renewing our mind, right? Changing how we think and process information, okay? So there have been a ton of studies done on the idea that having a growth mindset is possible and we can actually increase our intelligence, right? Back in the day, they thought that your intelligence was based on your genetics, and so there was no way to increase it. If you were not smart or if you were not, you know, excelling in the academic world in the ways that you wanted to, then tough luck because that's you were stuck with those genes. There was nothing you could do to change it. But now we understand based on research that our minds are actually are actually moldable. And it's it's actually what we call neuroplasticity. So our minds grow and evolve based on what we put into it. 
And that's why you'll often hear a lot of trailblazers talk about readers are leaders. And if you want to keep growing, you have to keep opening yourself up to information and thoughts and ideas and filtering through those things and using your mind to like find the answer, like getting, doing research and, and, and like exposing yourself to new fresh thoughts. Because if you keep feeding yourself the old familiar content or ideas or people and all that kind of stuff, then you're going to stay exactly where you are. Your mind will not grow. You will not evolve. And therefore, if you're not growing, you're dying, right? So we've, we now understand that having a growth mindset is possible. Being able to stretch our capacity and ability to understand is possible. And if you want to learn more about this stuff, just go ahead and type in growth mindset into any search engine and you'll find all the information that you'll ever need about this topic. So I'm not really going to dive deep into it here, but if you want to let me know and, you know, we can talk about it. But for this episode, I'm not going to dive deep into it because that's not what we're here to talk about today. But we know that this is an irrefutable truth. So with that in mind, now we have to ask ourselves, is it true that once I grow my mind, my actions will actually fall, will automatically fall into place and I'll automatically begin to experience growth and achieving my goals and success and all the things that I want because I've corrected my mindset. And the truth is that it doesn't work that way. It doesn't happen as a byproduct of you healing your mind or, or correcting your thoughts or different things like that. You actually have to put disciplines in place, put practices and steps and habits and routines in place to help you to create the life that you desire for yourself. Because getting your mindset right is one thing. Working on your mindset and doing the deep work to transform who you are on the inside is one level of your transformation. But then the other step to this thing is when your mindset and your actions begin to align through your intentional discipline, through you taking intentional, practical steps to make that happen. Because it's just like when you're learning how to ride a bike for the first time. You can get all the information in the world about how to ride a bike. You can watch all the YouTube videos. You can practice mentally and dream of it and see yourself riding and all that stuff. And mentally, you're there. But physically, when you jump on that bike, you still don't know how to ride. You still got to teach your body what to do, get that practice, gain that experience. And then once you've mastered it physically, you can say that you're a pro. It's the same thing for anything in life. You don't become really good at something just by mastering your mindset. So that's one piece of the puzzle, but it is not everything. And that's the biggest misconception about this idea of, what it means to have a growth mindset and the fact that, you know, we, we have minds that are malleable and we can actually transform ourselves. It is 100% true. We definitely can. And that's why I talk about creating success from the inside out, because it's based on who you are on the inside, who you are inside is what creates the results on the outside. And so if you are not mentally prepared for the vision that you want to create for your life and where you want to go, where you want to end up, the destination that you want to be at in the next year, two years, five years, 10 years, whatever it is, then you won't get there because mindset is a part of the process, but it's not the entire process. So when people say mindset is everything, they're lying to us. They're lying. And I'm sure it's not intentional, 
I'm sure they're not like planning and scheming and saying, oh, how can I deceive people today? No, it's we've all just been sold this misconception and, and this misinformation about how important time, I mean, mindset is. And don't get me wrong, it is important. It's a part of the process, but it does not lead to mastery, okay? A new mindset can be the beginning of a new life, but it has to be backed by consistent action, consistent growing, consistent maturing. And so you don't win the Olympics by sitting around and singing Kumbaya while dreaming about the, the Olympic medals that you want to win, right? You win by preparing your mind and making the right decisions throughout the day and shutting out all the noise and the distractions that tempt you and staying true to what you know that you were created to do, okay? So life is rigged in your favor, but you don't get to the finish line without putting in some effort, okay? So doing things that scare you and letting go of the things that weigh you down are a part of the process to staying motivated and achieving the goals that you dream of. And so with only four months left in this year, how about you enter into your zone of focus, the zone of focus that you've been avoiding for the last couple of years, right? The zone of focus that you know will expedite your success. Enter into that zone, drop all the excuses and open up your heart to new adventures and actually give yourself the ability and the, the joy of experiencing what you know you're here to create. I want to challenge you to practice a little bit of discipline this week and see what is possible for you on the other side of your commitment to your goals. So as I always say, I love you when I mean it, and I hope that this was very, extremely helpful for you. And if you enjoyed this episode, I want you to let me know. because. I don't know if you like this, if you don't actually reach out to me and let me know. If, you, if you're not leaving reviews and stuff on, on iTunes or sending me messages on Instagram, I have no idea how this impacted you or if this was helpful or, helpful or not. And so I need you to reach out to me and let me know what your biggest takeaway was, what other topics you would like to talk about. And you can also just come over and say hi. Because I love getting to know you guys in the community. I love getting to hear about your dreams and your goals and the different things that you aspire to do and how you use this to help you to achieve your goals faster. I love hearing those stories. So until next time, let's keep the party going. And I want you to stop dreaming and start doing because you know you were made for so much more and there's no need to settle when the world is your oyster. You were created to do some amazing things and so why not just get out there and do them? There's nothing stopping you. And so let's make your dreams a reality. I'll see you in the next one. Ta-ta. Yeah.